listeners, welcome into the 20th of January of Louise Jam of Cadence Craft Collective. I hope today finds you very well and you've had a nice Friday so far. I've been at work and I've been this afternoon contemplating what I've to talk to you about. So after a little bit of research, here we go. I hope this has a nice Friday night vibe for you. Today I thought I would talk about garter stitch shawls. Um, this is mainly aimed at knitting people, so if you're just a quilter or just a crochet person, then I apologise. Your time will come. Um, and I was messaged by somebody who said, oh, I haven't thought about them shawls, or that's a really good thing, I've got some to add to my list. I have more for your list now, listeners. And it was really difficult not carry it on this list. So a garter stitch shawl is kind of a really comforting type of shawl although at the same time it can be a little bit tedious and to the point of you can't remember which row you're on there tend to be you would increase or decrease at one side or in, on every second or fourth row and you can often forget where you are because you're just knit, 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 all the whole day through. <laughs> and yeah, can be a little bit, oh, just knitting. There's nothing interesting happening. But at the same time, it could be really comforting because basically once you've figured out which thing you're on and you'll get into your rhythm or if you, you write it down or you've got a clicky um, row counter or however you do your row counting, you can sit and watch telly, you can sit and watch the bairns playing, you can sit and watch your dinner cooking, catch a few stitches, you can just sit and sit and knit, you could listen to me splaff on, or something that doesn't need a lot of brain power, but it's very, very comforting on the old hands and methodical just knit, 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 knit knitting. So when I was looking at, uh, I went to Ravelry for this, I sort of realised that there is various garter stitch type of shawls. There is your very plain, basic, just knit, all the shawl in knit. And it can be a triangle shawl, it could be a wrap, or it could be a little bit more complicated with... Um, I think it's called a hex, half a hexagon. I'm not sure of the actual name of it, but it's got two ridges in it. Um, and I think Stephen West holding it up against his back because it was his that I'm thinking about. You could have an asymmetrical triangle as well. I was going to say you could have a pie shawl, but that you tend, don't tend to get pie shawls or even half pie shawls in garter stitch. And then if, well, I wouldn't actually discount these because just a plain and pure wool, it, it's beautiful, absolutely beautiful. It can be spectacular if you just have this really warm looking knitted shawl around you and it's, there is work in it. It might not be the most technical looking, but it's something, it could be hand spun from your sheep. And I mean, that's a really, really cool story. 
So don't never discount the plain and simple because sometimes they're just the nicest ones. Or it could be a garter stitch in that special yarn that you bought when you were on holiday or somebody gave you as a present or you saw in a shop one day and just like, I am having that or you're at a yarn festival and you wanted something special but very simple to make with this yarn. Well, a plain garter stitch shawl would do that wonderfully for you. So moving on to a little bit more interest, we've got garter stitch body with, say, an applied edge. You could have a lace border. You can have it slip stitch through it. You could have a cable around the edge, a pico border. You can have um, a shawl, and I saw it was garter stitch, the whole body of it, and then they had stitched on, because I wasn't sure if it was crocheted or not, flowers on the edges of it, which was really, really pretty. And it just gave it a little bit more pop. You could have an I-cord edging, and that's where you would poke in your triangle edge corner, and it would, um, like the clincher, and it holds it down in place. And you could have tassels. Never ever meet me in here with tassels, I don't like them. But if you want tassels, that's cool. And then you could sort of jazz it up by having your colour do the interesting work. You could have stripes of different colours. You could have blocks of different colours, mosaics of different colours, uh, directional stitches of garter stitches and chevron and mix and match your colour in with them. So it isn't just knit, like one stitch knit all the way through. It can be quite interesting. I mean, with the applied edges and lace borders, there is a little bit of purling involved in that, but it doesn't have to be. So there's plenty of choices out there if you wanted to just cast on something for yourself or for a present or a donation for somebody you don't know, but you think it's nice to have one in stash, because sometimes you do. So I thought I'd run through my patterns, and then I've got three that I picked off uh, the list afterwards that I don't have, but um, they look quite interesting to me. So the first one, I've mentioned this one many times recently, and this is The Piper's Journey by Paula Emmons Feasley. She also has a wild geese chalette and both of these the body are in garter stitch um, the piper's journey has got an applied edge and it's really comforting knit actually um, and totally recommend this I have to wear mine with a pin because uh, it's a crescent shape and they fall off me <laughs> I don't know why just they do uh, and the wild geese chalette I gave that away as a present and I can't remember how it sits. So the first two and then the one I mentioned a few times recently is called the clincher. Uh, this is an asymmetrical triangle and then it's got an I-cord on the short edge that you then poke the edge of the opposite corner of the triangle through and it makes it sit nicely onto your neckline and you use the I-cord edging as your pulp colour and um, it's quite an interesting look. I'm going to say it's an interesting knit 
The I-cord part is really interesting to knit, but like I said, the garter stitch can be a little bit... Mm, where am I? First Free Festival Shawl by Louise Tilbrook. That is a lovely knit for your special ball of yarn. For instance, your rusty ferret, Caven. I think it was Caven that I bought at Edinburgh Yarn Fest because it came together. Um, and then, oh, Colour Collusion by Janice M. Hamby um, of Twin Sight Designs. And I mentioned this the other day. This is a beautiful shawl if you've got a gradient yarn. And you it's two triangles. You make one first and then you pick up an edge and you make the second one. And by the time you've worn the second one, you realise that you're pretty sure you're decreasing. Or it's quite easy to see that you're kind of going to stop. And then you pick up the long triangle edge and you do a pico bind off along there. And I love mine. I don't wear it enough, actually. It's got a beautiful pop of green that I, this yarn I got from yarns from McLean Nick. And yeah, and it reminds me of two lovely people, which is one of the other things I love about yarn and knitting. I knew that. The next one is fun. This is Hogwarts Express and it's quite a narrow crescent shawl and it's got owls. You don't, it's not an applied edge, it's just you get to a certain point of the shawl and then you do cable and they make owls and it's really cool. And whenever I wear this, people kind of look and it's like wearing the owls jumper by Kate Davis. They kind of look and then they go, oh, you've got owls. And I was like, yes, I do. And because you've started the owl, you want to keep knitting because you want to make the owl and that part goes really fast. Next one is Colour Affection by Vera Valamaghi. And this is using three colours of yarn and it keeps your attention because you're doing stripes and you're changing yarns as well. And then I've got one by Amanda B. Collins that I've not yet made, but it looks really interesting. It's called Nephil Ibata, which I think is an Egyptian sun god. But it's about sunshine. And Amanda get back in my pocket, Amanda, because she's been off wandering around, which is why there's space for TJ Frog in there. Hannah, Hannah sent me a message and said, I've got some company in my pot in the pocket. <laughs> get back in my pocket, Hannah. Um, so this one is based on sunshine and it says that you can, and it's wedges, so you can change the wedges about to suit the way you want it to go, which I think is pretty cool as well. And my final one that I've got in my patterns is called Strand Wanderer by Leah Victoria and this uses drop stitches and it's really really cool for a variegated yarn. So the other three that I saw were Sophia by Petite Knit and Mel has just made a little one of these recently that goes just a, just a lovely little neck warming, really nice and it's quite a thin long um, short shawl it's just really small it's more of a neck warming that she made and sometimes you just need that you just want something just a little underneath your coat just to keep the chill off your neck and I've got Shima by Beatrice Mace and then Van Gogh by Tall Tree Designs um, the Van Gogh was mainly it was again dropped stitches or slip stitches but it was using a Van Gogh colourway, so 
maybe I think the delight in that was actually in the colourway plus the drop stitch. So I think that's one that I would want it to look exactly like the picture. There are many, 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 many more gutter stitch shawls, so I'd love to hear your favourite one. And I'm going to, I'm going to actually 12 minutes today, whoops. But I had a couple of things regarding yesterday's podcast that Lisa and Margaret sent me. And uh, Margaret sent me about a company called Swanson's Fabric where she sells stash wool from people who want a decrease in their stash or it's like yard sales or estate sales where people's mums or grannies yarn stashes they get put into her and she sells them three pound or three dollars it'll be for wool and two pound or two dollars for acrylic and it's you can easily make a good jumper out of that and it's also um reusing environmentally friendly and then lisa said for firelighters use the lint from the dryer that collects at the bottom of the dryer very important to keep that clean and tidy so here's a good way of using it up put it in egg boxes and then you just pour wax on top and then ta-da, another type of firelighter so listeners that's 13 minutes 45 for friday the 20th of january I hope you are well. Have a lovely Friday and I'll speak to you tomorrow.